Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan. host Elaine Ingram. As we all know sport is all about community and family and it was never more evident than this weekend with the people that I spoke to. There was a bumper weekend of action in the GAA with um, the ladies junior, intermediate and senior championships all being decided. The game that I went to see was the senior match between Armagh Harps and Carrick Cruppen and it was an absolute thriller. Um, Arma Harps winning that one, not 13 to not 8, to claim their first champ- first ever senior championship, uh, one that they've been chasing for 22 years. I spoke to the player of the match, Paula Enright, afterwards. She was, she was immense in goals. And she had her three children, Katie, Connor and Amy, running around her feet and delighted with all of the celebrations that were going on around them. On Sunday, it was the turn of the men with uh, Mahari and Cross McGlenn, battling out for the senior football championship title and this time Cross McGlenn were going for three in a row um, but Mahari stopped them with a 4-9 to not 17 victory. One of those goals came from Aidan Forker who was the man of the match, well-deserved man of the match I might add. Um, I had a word with him afterwards as his little boy Leah was running around the pitch before all that, on Saturday, I travelled up to Home Park to meet with Matty Hazley, the former Stoke player, Northern Ireland under-21 player and Irish League player. He's had a great career but has been played by injuries. Um, Matty spoke to me with his sweet little girl with a beautiful name, Eleanor, um, sitting beside him after his new side, Mindwell, drew with Riverdale. Mindwell are a new team that came into being during lockdown um, as a group of ex-football players, big stars like ex-Northern Ireland and Man United player Keith Gillespie. Uh, Roy Carroll is their latest signing. They initially formed so that ex-football players could have a chance to get out playing again. But it quickly turned into something bigger than that. They've linked up with Lynx Charity Counselling Services and the the club are very unique in that they are their whole ethos is about mental health. They play in Division Three of the Mid Ulster Football League. Matty sat down with me and told me what the club is all about and what their hopes for the season are and how having football back in his life has been really helpful to him and all of the other players involved. So let's hear from Matty now. Well, Matty, it's nice to meet you. Hi, then. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this new team. Yep. A draw today. Yeah, well, I think we've had a we've had a few um I think a number of players out injured, so I think today was more trying to put certain people that don't play in their positions in the positions that they're not comfortable with. So I think a draw was far enough result on the day. Probably with 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 more players available, it would uh, it would have been a different story. It's just in terms of like also obviously we're an older team, so just lasting ninety minutes can be troublesome for some. So 
just just a few few things went wrong today. So draw was a fair enough result in the end. And you had Roy Carlin goals today. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> And he didn't concede any. No, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But Roy came down. We done a pre-season um, trip to Drogheda, and Roy came and played. Since then, he loved it, and I think he wanted to wanted to get involved, and he signed this week. So it was good to have him on board. Yeah, so, I mean, you really have a who's who of yeah, a football team. Yeah. You know, you have. You've got Keith Gillespie. Yeah. You've got you, you know the names that you have are just un- yeah. unreal. Yes, definitely. So um, it's good. It's good to play with. Uh, obviously, their experience is good to play with guys like that. Like Keith, Keith's such a gentleman. Like he's played, I think over seventy, maybe eighty times for his country, which is a massive alone. So it's all, all obviously good to good to, good to learn from them and training and stuff. Obviously, I haven't I haven't done anything with my legs. So I'm, yeah, I'm I can see yet. here you've got an injured yeah. boot on there. What happened to you? I got surgery on my ankle. So oh, okay. I've um, ligaments repaired and bone removed. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping within four Christmas I can get back on the grass again jogging and then hopefully play after Christmas. Yeah. That's that's the plan anyway. So so it must be quite intimidating for the other teams. Um, you're playing in Division Three of Middlestar, and um, you know all of a sudden these these teams are coming up against names, yeah. these huge names. And I know, like you say, like you're an older team and all the rest, mm. but I mean, really, it has to be, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand, but I think I think certain. Uh, as for many teams, I think they're 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 looking for the challenge as well. I think they see certain names and team sheets and, and it sort of gees them up and inspires them to probably put a little bit more in than they usually do, you know. So that's what's going to happen this year. I think it's going to be a tough test. I think a lot of teams are going to come and think we would we would like to get a scalp playing against us. And, and to be honest, the first two games have been quite tough. So I think it's a well, you had a three-one win in yes. the first game. Yeah, but it was a, a, still still a tough game. It could have went either way for for a while and. And today was that uh, Riverdale side were very good, so it was. Um, it's going to be a tough league, so no, no game's going to be a walkover. So we're, yeah, we're they just... say that about Division Three. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it can be one of those yeah. one of those leagues. That yeah, it's, it's it seems to be like I honestly, I honestly, don't know much about it, but um, the, the first two games that we played have been have been tough. So if that's anything to go by for the season, it shouldn't be. It's not going to be a walk in the park for anybody, no matter who they are, you know. So tell me about Mindwell now. Um, the whole idea, the whole concept of yeah. where where did the whole idea stem from? Well, I think a few a few of the boys, um, particularly Brian and Keith, uh, Brian Adair, they sort of were talking about it, and um, it was originally going to be set up just to be somewhere for lads that have played before to come together and just play in a midweek, just just an hour's kickabout. But then it just sort of started gathering momentum and. And we entered into Division Three, obviously at Mid Ulster. So uh, originally, it was set up for mental health. It was set up for, for it's we we were not labeling it men's mental health because we're we're trying to work for uh, with everybody. But in terms of footballers coming together, that have had issues in the past, coming together and 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 feel good factor and playing the game of love just and also creates creating that platform because we're um we're partnered with a charity called Links, which is a counselling service. And uh, they're a massive charity for us, so that's our that's our main charity. So, they obviously we're not personally dealing with any problems. We're advertising that we're we're, we're promoting well being and mental health. But for us, we've got a pathway set in place to links, which is which is very very important, very very important. So I think it's it has gathered a lot of pace, obviously with high high profile names like Keith and, and Roy. But um, in terms of in terms of what we're doing, first and foremost, it was set up for the players to help the players get back and join things and help a few people along the way. That's basically what it was all about. So, yeah, I see you got um, Jamie Smith signed yes. last week as well. I actually yeah. spoke to Jamie for this podcast a couple oh, of weeks ago. Yeah, good. so I did an interview with him um, about the whole gambling mm-hmm. thing and everything. So, yeah, you know his charity as well or yeah. his organisation yeah. um, um, is is involved as yes. well. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's good to get someone like Jamie involved. I, I don't know the ins and outs of Jamie's story. I've just obviously been told a few few things, which is which is obviously it affects a lot of people. Addiction affects a lot of people. Yeah. So in terms of in terms of getting him in, and, and 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 obviously that was his first game. I think it was he was put in a wee bit sooner than he would have liked. I don't think he's had a training session really under his belt yet. So last week was national, not Thursday was National Suicide Awareness yeah. Day, mm-hmm. and um, it seems that. In recent years, there's been so much stuff about women, mm-hmm. women, and you know, yeah. Me Too movement and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. in the la- in the last year or so, I really think things have started to move along for yeah. men's health because yeah. it's kind of been a, an area that's been ignored. But I just think there there's always sort of a stigma to it. They think it's as much like it sounds so bad, but it's like men don't like to talk up because they fear that they're being weak or, or seen as being weak. And and also I think it's also the more it's been talked about. I think people are sort of realizing that if they're having a down day or they're they're a little bit depressed or they have a bit of anxiety, that now they have a pathways and avenues to address it. Do you know, I think a lot of a lot of things were sort of up in the air. You were you didn't know if you went to the doctor or stuff like that. But there's all these like for instance links that we're heavily as I say heavily involved with. They're they're brilliant. You can go straight into them with self referral and they're they're amazing what they do there. So I think in terms of like. The last couple of years or so as well there's been i'd say there's a lot more mental health uh i think people are more aware of mental health so i think there's a lot more people coming forward now it's that's the best way to describe it in terms of what like for instance i'm just using our our um, fc mymail as an example we're trying to promote it and get it on a bigger stage and try and make make it if you're not feeling okay then come and speak to somebody get involved come and have a chat with any of us or, or as people say on on social media a lot my door's always open or that sort of way, but that's really what we're trying to create, that environment where people can come if they're having troubles, then we can guide them to the pathway up through links, who are the professionals. Um, I think I think obviously this lockdown as well is, has proved proved tough for a lot of people, being cooped up in the house and not having too much to do. So I think this has come at the right time in yeah. terms of like helping people and stuff like that. So It's th- also been, the lockdown in some ways could probably be seen as a good thing because people are have more time to reflect yes, maybe yeah, and spend yep, time with their yep, families. And exactly. You yeah. might not realise that something's wrong, mm-hmm. um, but when people are spending more time together, yeah. then it's when things yes, do come definitely, out. Definitely. Well, like, uh, that's the thing that I've had a few issues in that. And my, my thing now is I try and see the good in things, as you said there about the lockdown, try and see the positive, you have time to spend with your family. But certain people certain people don't have that mindset when they're so far, like, you know, when they're in, so far into depression or so far into it. Like, if you don't sometimes see a way out, so lockdown can compile that as well. Yeah. So there's two sides of it. So I think, in general, in general terms, I just feel that we're we're just trying to and listen. People will say from the outside and they'll say, "Listen, we're you first And if someone comes to you as a, as a friend and you're a player, but that's totally out of our hands. We will comfort and 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 reassure the person, and then we'll guide them towards that pathway of links. All every player at Ninewells been given a pack. It's all been put together. We have subcommittee. For, for specifically to deal with it with if someone comes forth and we guide them into that channel so i think i think in terms of in terms of as i said to you before first and foremost fc manuel was created for the players because obviously a majority of the players have issues no no getting about it but in terms of in terms of our reach to other people links is is massively important so. yeah 
And football, you know, football, obviously, it's a great way for men and obviously women too, but mm. to, to come together. And yeah. it's kind of a release for men. But it can also be a lot of pressure because they feel like you, yeah. know, you get your aggression or your adrenaline yeah. out on the pitch and then that's it. You get yeah. in your car and you go home or you're off down to the pub. Yeah. So this, you know, it's a different mindset. It's yes. a different way of, of um, looking at things. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think in terms, of, in terms of sport in general, where I had my problems was I played in England for five years and fascinating played in the Irish League for about 10, 10 years. Whenever I, my daughter came along, whenever... I sort of just stepped away and I think because I was naturally getting my endorphins and serotonin from that, it just sort of compiled things for me and I, I, I felt I always had all my eggs in one basket in terms of football and then I felt after that, anything after that, I was a failure in terms of that. So that's personally, that was my, my journey in terms, of, in terms of sport. I think it's very good for boys to come together, there's a camaraderie and stuff like that in changing rooms and, and especially whenever... This this club is a little bit unique. Boys are encouraged to share if they're not not feeling okay. Yeah. Boys are encouraged, whereas sometimes when they're in training, training, yes, there's things talked about in tra- dressing rooms that are weren't wouldn't be really talked about outside in terms of like you're more open with them. But in terms of like opening up about how you're in, feeling inside, yeah. I think in terms of FC Mainwell, it's a different kind of atmosphere in a dressing room. It's very, very we're very close knit, even though we've only known each other for a short period of time. And you're comfortable enough because you know you have the right avenues and where to where to be sent down in terms of links and stuff. So I think in terms of that, our our training and our matches are a positive thing for a lot of boys in our team. You know. Yeah. Mm. And you know, there's a because there's so many big names on this team. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's so any correlation between like what age were you when you went over to England? Fifteen. Fifteen. You you start off. You're you're playing here. You're playing mm-hmm. for Glen Allen, You're playing really yeah. well, mm-hmm. and you're. Um, you're a big fish in a little pond, yeah. And then you go over to England, and what age you say you said you were 15. 15. Yeah, I mean, that is so young yeah. to be going over there by yourself, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're, you're the just, little fish in yeah. the big pond. Well, th- How difficult is that? I, and do you think it's it I, has you know, well, and personally, that's very close to my heart that, that subject because I feel like it more needs to be done. And I, I'm only sp- 10 years ago when I was in England, I'm only sp- and I was a championship club, so I'm, but I was literally flew over at 15. Mum and dad flew over on a Friday. We signed, and then they were just taken away on a Saturday, and I was just brought them a digs. So they never really, you're never really versed in how to deal with adversity. You're how to deal with, like, if you're sitting on the bench, how to deal with it. people. People maybe you assume in your head that if you're on the bench, you're not good enough. You're not really versed in that, and it's a high, high end pressure situation where you're going in and you have to impress because there's maybe I'd say 16, 18 high end as you say big small fish in a big pond they're they're all of a similar quality or similar elk so I think it's I think more needs to be done in terms of like training boys from especially from Northern Ireland because when you're brought over there you're expected you have to be on the money right away and those boys are probably training with each other from under 10s four or five times a week yeah so and they even they know, each, even other. know each other yeah well, they do they do it's a fact so i think in terms of i was my, my story i was injured for i fractured i spent for another Is 20 months oh, yeah. yeah and i fractured my back and i was out for 13 months so you're over there you're when, stoke over yeah still yeah. yeah when you're injured you're 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 doing more work and you're basically just spending time with the physios you're not really with the team too much so even being away from home with that happening you can't play so as you said earlier as well about your release from football it's very very hard scenario to be in and in terms of 
I was just brought in after four or five years there. And they just said, listen, we can't give you another contract because you're injured. So yeah. that was the conversation. said, thank you. And that was it. So I was 20. And that must really knock it's, your confidence. Well, well, especially whenever you're from here and you're left when you were 15. You had all, that's as I said previously, you had all your eggs in one basket and then bang. And all the expectations yeah. behind you yeah. from here. Mm-hmm. And then bang, and you're basically, your agent's looking to try and get you a trial for another club. So it's very hard. And then trial in, in itself is a, a different ball game too. You're going into a club where they've been together for so long, that team. So you're yeah. going in and trying to make an impression and trying to throw the person that's in your position out of, it's very high pressure too. So it's hard, hard to come yeah. back from being rejected and then get yourself up to go on trial you know it's, it's, it's and you're constantly being judged i mean yeah, every single everything. game you're out there yep. and every kick of the ball yeah you're Ev- being judged i can't imagine a job like that no it's tough tough it's especially like it was it was don't get me wrong i love it um i loved it when i was in england when i was fit i was playing regularly and i was i was doing really well but in in terms of when i come back to Irish league and stuff i enjoyed it for a while but it's just it's, you're constantly criticized you're constantly in yeah. the public eye, which is obviously you want to play football. That's comes with it. It's par for the course, but it still it, must it, be different. It, it is hard. Still a person yeah, exactly. It's hard. Feelings. I can only imagine what it's like in the Premier League when you're playing yeah. week in week out. So it's a nightmare, isn't it? But that's 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 the way the game is, and, and I think and that's why as I go, go back to FC Mainville, it's it's been a breath of fresh air. Even it's it's, it's very it's very uh, uplifting and refreshing, you know. So. So did you suffer from depression then when you came back? Or? It's just uh, it's hard to just probably drinking too much and stuff like that and uh, depression and stuff, well, just mild form of depression and stuff. And just just feeling like you were a failure, you know. Yeah. Come to grip, come to terms with that. And I've always been sort of very self-critical of myself anyway. So I think that sort of compounded it a little bit more. And uh, whenever you're, whenever that happens, you're sort of you just not yourself. In terms of all this, the FC men will be brilliant, you know. I think it's very very important i think there's a lot more people that do suffer from it and it's trying to encourage them to come forward and speak you know and you think a lot of the players that are on fc mindwell now that are with the club would have come from similar situations as you there'd be a lot of big players they would have probably yeah. had the same sort of I th- I th- difficulties you know yeah well i'd say so yeah i think there's i think um because brand brand and and uh and all we're speaking to they have a lot of friends and stuff and i think a lot of them were sort of speaking to brand and stuff and i think when they were setting it up, there was boys coming forward that sort of had, had had issues before. There's a lot of boys out there that maybe don't, you know. But yeah. it, it not I'm just speaking for a handful of boys, so that have come forward. So I think obviously not naming any names, but there's been a few boys that have had issues in the past, and I think for the for that alone, for that, and they've obviously expressed how much it's been helping them. So for that alone, I think the club's worthwhile. Yeah. You know, that's and as I stressed the other earlier, the, the reason why the club was set up in the first place was to help the players who were maybe struggling a wee bit in terms of that and try, want to just get back to enjoy it again. And then also, this is the, the, the that's we're playing the game we love to provide the platform for links to do their job, yeah. you know, and get get boys. So we're sort of helping to encourage people to talk. As a consequence of that, because you've got so you've you've got so much, um, you know, so many names and that kind mm. of thing, that then. You other players from the smaller clubs yes. and everything will, will look up and see see mm-hmm. these guys and see this going on. Yes. And then it would like have a knock on yeah, effect. Yeah, well that's in terms of what we're doing. Like we don't we don't claim to be the first club in Ireland or anything like that there, but we're just we're just trying our best to to, to make a difference in, in that regard. So in terms of, like if 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 everyone as you say sees us doing what we're doing and, and has 
people coming forward and speaking out, then hopefully it encourages people all over the country to do that. No, do you know what I mean? So it's 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 not. We're not. We haven't set this up to pull the legs of Keith Gillespie or pull the legs of Roy Carlin just to go. Wow, this is FC Mind. Well, first and foremost, we're we're just we just we're just twenty eight lads who want to play football. You know, so yeah. in terms of, in terms of that, and if we can help. And obviously, as I said again, they're help, we're helping ourselves through FC Mindville and then, as you say, if people can see what what good that's doing and how people are benefiting from it, then hopefully they can have have that snowball effect, as we say. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think about the uh, in terms of the league this year then? I, that's what I said earlier. I don't really know you much about it. I, I, I've only ever, like, I played in the Mid-Ulster Division 1. I might have been intermediate, but I um, played in that for just one season. So And then I've played in the... Uh, the amateur league, Premier League, you know the Premier League. Yeah. So I played in it, but in terms of Division Three, I don't know much about it. I know that the likes of Lurgan Celtic and Bestbrook United, I yeah, think it is, they'll be, they'll be decent enough. So yeah. I think I think and then that team today, Riverdale, apparently they've won it a couple of times. So it's going to be competitive no matter what. And as, as I said you previous as well, the, the likes of coming down to play. I'm not saying FC Main with all these boys, but them coming down, they're they're hearing Roy Carl's playing, they're hearing Keith Gillespie playing. They're going to want to impress and put it up this you know so, yeah and what do you how do you find at home park it's this raining our, here this, at the moment <laughs> yeah this as, is our, a, as you can hear this is our first uh, first outing at it so well we played katie celtic in a friendly but in terms of a, a first league game it's our first league game so and i don't really like uh 3g pitches too much yeah. but i think in terms of around the country this is one of the better ones so uh, i think when we when we get our like obviously, as I said, we're we're all through together. We've, we've maybe played five or six games. It's going to take a while for us all to get to know each other and and, and the way people play. So I think once that clicks, it could be a good pitch for us, you know. Yeah. Because we can move the ball. So. And what about your your any sign of recovery for you? Are you um? I've been told six months from surgery by the NHS. So um. You've had an awful lot of struggles with injuries. Yeah. God, yeah. you're well, very I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting this fixed because I've been I've been sort of retired for about a year and a half or so and tried to play with it with a few times and it just swells up so they said that they could help me so they've, they've repaired a ligament and removed bone so i'm hoping that um i can maybe get on the grass again on, and before christmas before christmas yeah hopefully fingers crossed do a better run and then after christmas maybe start making a few few training sessions and stuff and see how i go build it up you know yeah and you're looking forward to that then? yeah i can't wait yeah yeah, yeah hopefully it's worked hopefully it's worked. yeah so all right. Yep. Thank you very much, Maddie. No worries. Later on Saturday evening, I went up the road to the athletic grounds to watch the ladies' senior championship final between Armagh Harps and Cara Cruppen. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it was a brilliant game of football. Armagh Harps winning not 13 to not 8. There were fantastic performances all over the pitch um, from Armagh Harps, uh, particularly Fanula McKenna, Kelly Mallon, and Aoife Lennon stood out. But the player of the match um, by a country mile was Paula Enright. She, Harps led um, not 10 to not 3 at half time. It was uh, a, a bit windy. They had the wind with them and then the wind picked up considerably in the second half. And Cara Kruppen, as you would expect from the brilliant team that they are, came right back at them. Um, they were getting back into the game and Paula made a absolutely immense save that definitely was a game changer. Karakruppen were on their way back and that stopped them in their tracks. Although there were limited numbers at the athletic grounds, you could never tell by the noise of the crowd, the celebrations. And when Paula was announced um, player of the match, 
It was to resounding applause from her teammates and everybody in the crowd. Um, So I had a few words with Paula afterwards. And as you can hear, it was very loud at the athletic grounds in the middle of all the celebrations. Paula, that is absolutely incredible. Um, to be honest, it kind of came in quite fast, and then so I had to put everything in it and make sure it cleared. So it really it was, yeah, it was a game. They had a score yeah, fast. they were actually on the attack, and they were constantly attacking and attacking, and we needed that wee lift just to get back up the field again. Yeah, and you made another one after that again. Do you think that was the one that was the pivotal yeah. one? Yeah. Really? So how does it feel? It's absolutely fantastic. 22 years. Yeah, I started at 13 and won my first championship in 93. And my last one in 98 senior level. So it's been an absolutely fantastic achievement. And I was retiring this year. Win, lose or draw. But it makes it all the more sweeter now that I've won with the championship medal. Yeah, there's no way you're yeah. going to retire. Are you going to retire now? That's me retired now officially this season. Yeah. Are you officially retired? Yeah. yeah. How many years did you say you've been here? Um, I'm 27 years playing now. 27 yeah. years. Oh my goodness. That is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And obviously... For the whole club now, this what does this mean for the whole club? Uh, the, the club will be buzzing. We've been knocking on the door. Played Care Cup in here in 2015, and um, they just wiped us. Or, and Paddy McShane has put Trojan work into this team for the last four or five years, and he's reaped his rewards today. Yeah, really was a fantastic win. And yeah. um, you you were there from the start. I mean, you were ahead from the start to the finish. Yeah. You we really dipped a wee bit in the second half. A bit. They started to come back. And yeah. Wind, the wind actually picked up, picked up even for kickers. You wouldn't yeah, get the distance. For a goalkeeper? I mean, uh, it's very strong is... because you're not, you're getting no distance and you can't kick a high ball because the ball's just flighting in. So yeah. it, it becomes a 50-50 ball. So it had to be low and hard. Yeah. So and you had the wind in the first half. Yeah. But you were well. There wasn't even much wind in the first half, yeah, to be exactly. honest. Yeah. It really was when it picked up in yeah. the second half. So yeah, that was yeah. really tough. But congratulations. Thank you. Well, it was cold and windy on Saturday evening at the Athletic Grounds. What a difference a day makes because the sun was splitting the stones on Sunday for the men's final where Mahari took the crown off Cross McGlenn. Um, this was another brilliant game of football. Four goals for Mahari from Brendan Haven, Brian Fox, Aidan Forker and Ronan Lappin. Um, and as I said earlier, I spoke to Aidan after the game he was uh, absolutely fantastic on the day and was very modest in his own assessment of his performance. It was a very tight game the whole way through and it really was the goals that made the difference. And let's hear what Aidan had to say afterwards. Well, Aidan, I spoke to you just a few weeks ago. Yeah, first league game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a first league game. And did you think you would be standing here now then? Listen, we we had a wee we had a wee lull in the league and, and we had a good performance against the cross. I think that was the game that you were down and we, we, we had a good win, that was our first game and yeah. um we were on a high that day and we took a few hidings then the next couple of day, the next couple of weeks out and we had we had a wee bit of soul searching to do, you know, we knew we were gearing towards the championship and that was a big focus, you know, and we were using the league to to, to bounce into that and um you know, Finn, Finn, to be fair to him, was telling us, you know, trust the process, trust the process, and, you know, proofs in the pudding, we're here today, we're champions, and um, Finn has trained us well and managed us very well, and, and you know, again, it's the boys who, who crossed the white line who had to step up today, and they did, like, they're a special group of boys that we're very proud of, and um, we'll enjoy the night. 
And um, I know the league is a completely different thing, but that game that, that I, we were talking about that I was at, do, does, that give you any, any, does that give you any indication at all of what to come in from, like, Crossbow Glen? Because I know it's a very different thing, but... Yeah, well, look, look when we play across, it's always nip and tuck, and it's always... Uh, there's always a wee edge to that game, you know, and, and I think there's a healthy respect there between the two teams. We've been at each other for the last 10 years, nip and tuck, and they've turned us over, and we've turned them over, and... It's, it's always a wee bit of bait, you know. They're probably we're playing a wee bit of catch up at that time, and, and had a wee bit of training to do. We we maybe were a wee bit ahead of them at that stage, and we knew they were coming. We knew they were going to be dangerous in the championship. And listen, the were look, they scored 17 points today. There's not too many teams score 17 points and get beat. We had to be direct with the ball in, and the goals thankfully fell for us today. And yeah, I mean they say goals win games, and I know it's a cliche, but it's it's um, in this case it certainly was true those goals and in the second half I think you really came into your own in the second half um, they seemed to be you know they had the edge in the first half and then um, in the second half you know you really came to life yeah no like they had to push up on us because we went a couple ahead and then they were trying to push numbers forward to try and um, get scores so that give us space inside and you know our boys out the field seeing the gaps and, and just fired good ball into space and um, we capitalised on it, you know. Thankfully, the ball, the ball was great ball in, and all I had to do was catch it and, and score, which um, was my job. So, well, I think you've been a bit modest there. I mean, you, you, you won man of the match, and it was for definitely for a reason. I don't think that anybody could argue that you were, you know, that you weren't the man of the match. You, you put in an absolutely fantastic performance there. Yeah, no, listen, I was feeling good coming in and feeling fresh, no niggles, which is a, a rarity when you come into games. Like, I was nearly pinching myself this morning because <laughs> I had nothing to worry about or think about or hamstrings or ankles or anything like that. So it's just a matter of me trying to bring my performance together and I prepared well and I knew how much this meant to, to the community and um, to the people of Mahari on this team. And you know, I die for these boys and thankfully I was able to do my job today. And there's no Ulster now. How does that feel? Does it feel like there's a little bit of a tinge of... Um... Oh, listen, it's, it's, it's maybe disappointing. Like, uh, there's no sense of disappointment there at the minute, but maybe uh, when the dust settles, the boys have maybe said it would like a, a rattle at Ulster. Um, given, given, I don't think we give, our, we give a good account of ourselves um, in 2016, you know. Um, I thought we were probably poor and, and our preparation probably could have been a wee bit better but listen, we'll, we'll not complain, we're, we're county champions again and um, we'll, we'll absolutely take it. Yeah, and one last thing I wanted to ask you about was the county now, with the word that the, um, the championship is on, you must be delighted with that, how do you feel about that now? Oh listen, um, I've obviously it's been in the back of my mind that it's coming and you know, obviously what I'm doing with the club has been helping with my preparation for County coming back in. Hopefully I'm going in and back in in decent shape. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll meet Kieran this week and speak to him when the dust settles and um, I'll be back into the squad ready to go again. You know, Armagh is going to be number one now for me and um, we'll all come back together and assess where we are and assess what's important going forward in the next six, eight, twelve weeks hopefully. And, We'll go from there. Yeah, and hopefully they'll still be talking to some of the lads out there today, like um, <laughs> Ian and Oshin. Listen, Oshin and I, Oshin and I have have um, really formed a great relationship over the last couple of years, and um, even from 2016, and and Ryan as well, obviously was outstanding today. Showed us as quality, and he's going to be really important to Arma. Um, listen. We're competitors and, and we go we go at it on, on across the white line. There's um, 
new friends, but when the cross the line's over, then we, we shook hands and, and, and the respects are again. So yeah, that's does the it way help it is. at all having playing against your um, your your county teammates? Does it make any difference, or is it just the club? Is the club, but you're outside the window. It doesn't matter. Um, no, listen, uh, clubs, uh, clubs. When you're in a different jersey, my mindset is you're in my way. So um, we'll try try our best to beat you. And I have no doubt Ashton and Ryan have the same ruthless mentality. And listen, that's what that's the way it is. That's competitive sport, and we'll, and we'll take it. So. Okay. All right. Thanks, Thanks Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Eye on the Ball. If so, subscribe to our podcast and to Arma Eye. If you've any suggestions about what you'd like to hear or any comments at all, feel free to send us a message or leave a comment. And I hope you'll join me next time for The Eye on the Ball. Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 223. Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan.